Welcome to the Web3 Artist Spotlight, the podcast that shines a spotlight on talented artists who are leveraging Web3 technology to sell their art and connect with collectors in new and innovative ways. Through in-depth interviews, we learn more about the artists behind the art and uncover their unique creative processes, inspirations, passions, and the stories behind their captivating artworks. From seasoned professionals to emerging talents, we bring you a diverse range of voices from the Web3 community, and we delve deeper into how blockchain technology, NFTs, and decentralized platforms are revolutionizing the art industry. Kuro is a multi-talented, self-taught artist who creates surreal landscapes and characters both digitally and physically. She is also a talented clothing and apparel designer who designs unique custom pieces for collectors. Churro taps into her Mexican ancestry and blends it with surrealism to create an absolutely beautiful and expressive style that is uniquely her own. We are excited to learn more about her and the world that she is creating. And with that, Giancarlo and I welcome Chara to the space. Hi, thank you so much. What a beautiful introduction. I appreciate that. Um, I'm really excited to be here with you both. Excited to have you, Chara. Thank you so much for for coming on today. First of all, how how are you doing today? (laughs) I'm doing good. Um... This morning, I actually went and got some coffee. It's like it was like actually a little Web three meetup, so that was fun. Got to see some friends, um, and then I came back here, and here we are. Here we are. Awesome, <laughs> love it. And those Web three meetups are always so awesome. You know, to actually get to talk to people in person that know more about this stuff, right? So, yeah, it's my chance to so like cool. nerd out <laughs> and talk with everyone. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. So let's. Uh, I love to kick it off with like. Maybe spend about five minutes and tell us a little bit more about yourself, right? Your story, um, upbringing, you know, how you develop maybe your passion for art and ultimately then letting us know how did you actually come into the whole Web3 space and how did you how did you end up here? Yeah, for sure. Um, well, I guess if I'm starting from the beginning, I've always been really drawn to art. Like ever since I was a kid, I remember just wanting to like draw and color and do all those things. Um, and my parents were like super supportive. They were always buying me, you know, crayons and colored pencils and all that stuff. Um, and then, so as I got into like school, I was really interested in the art classes and I always, you know, was like doing good in them and doing all the extra stuff. And then especially when I went to high school, that's when like, I was like kind of serious about it. Um, I had these two really cool art teachers that really influenced me. It was like my painting teacher and then my sculpture teacher. And I think just like as a kid too, like having mentors or teachers that were like, you're really good or like, you know, believe in you. I'm like, okay, maybe, maybe this is something. Um, so yeah, I was really into it. I took all the classes, all that stuff. Um, I remember I even went to like, I got selected to go to this like weekend program for one artist from like different schools um so yeah I was really really into art and then it was time to go to college and I don't really know what like 18 year old me was thinking I think I was like kind of scared like you know you hear everyone say oh artists don't make money and like it's hard and this and that and I had never really like seen good examples of like people that made it a career for themselves so I was like man I'm not going to go to art school. I'm going to go to school for business. Um, And so I ended up doing that. 
I didn't like completely lose touch with my art. Um, definitely a little. I wasn't as invested. It was kind of just like maybe here and there I'd like doodle in my notes or something like that. Um, and then it was my last year of school and COVID hit like just like crazy, like just came out of nowhere. And all of a sudden I had all this free time and I was like, wait a minute. I remember feeling like really good when I was like really invested into my art and I want that feeling back. And then I got really into it again, just on my own this time. Um, and it was hard at first because I was like, I didn't have the direction I had when I was in school to like tell me what to do or how to approach things and all that. Um, but I think it was a good kind of hard because it forced me to like find my own voice and my own style and stuff like that. Um, and that's kind of what I've been doing since. And through doing that, I've learned a lot of like, I feel like it was almost like a reverse thing. Like the art I make, I'm like, oh, I'm seeing where the influences are coming from, like my childhood or my environment and stuff like that. Because um, the house I grew up in was like very colorful, like every single room, <laughs> every single room, like not even kidding, was a different color, like pink, green, blue, yellow, purple. Um, and we had like Mexican artwork everywhere. And then my family actually has a Mexican restaurant back like where I'm from as well. And it was like the same thing there, just full of color and art and everything. And so I'm like, okay, I see where that shows up in my work now. Um, so yeah, that's kind of been like my journey. And now actually two years ago, I moved to, I'm here in Austin, Texas. And I moved here like for the art scene in particular. Um, so that's been really cool. I kind of have a foot like in the digital world and the physical world. So Austin's been a great place for that. So I'm very happy that I'm here. That's cool. And did you did you move like within Texas or like did you also grow up in Texas, but just like a different part and then like moved out of Austin specifically for the art scene? No. So I'm actually from Boston, Massachusetts, ah. which. <laughs> oh, wow. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Very different. I don't know. It was kind of funny. I well, actually, I've how I got into the web three space. So I was online, just like interested in art and stuff. And there's this one artist, he goes by, um, deface, like deface studios. Um, and I was following him on TikTok, I think. And he kept mentioning NFTs and I was like, Hmm, like that's interesting. Um, and I really liked his work. So I was like, let me see what all this is about. And then, you know, like everyone else fell into the rabbit hole and I was like, couldn't get enough of it. And then I had made some like artist friends online and I was like, Hey, like, what are some good cities um, for artists? And like one or two people were like, oh, Austin. So I was like, okay. Um, and I just was like, I'm just going to go there. And I just kind of sent it down here. I'd never been to Texas before. Um, but my intuition was telling me to go there. So I just followed that. <laughs> cool. And then to make the, the transition into like creating NFT. So you follow this person. They were talking a lot about NFTs. Like at what point did you say... Huh, this seems like a cool idea. Let me let me explore this too uh, as well and get into the digital realm. Yeah, it kind of like all lined up perfectly because I I had just recently bought an iPad too and started playing around in Procreate, um, and I really liked it. And then I saw like NFTs and how it's especially beneficial for digital work. Um, and I think like just the excitement of the space at the time it was like it was like the start of the bull run. I think so. Like you know. Everyone was mm -hmm. like, energy was high. The hopes were high. Everything was. Um, so I was like, so excited. I was like, I, I was seeing artists that started with like nothing becoming someone or like finding success and stuff. So that got me really excited and want, 
like wanting to join and participate because I've never really seen that before, like in the traditional world. Mm -hmm. So I was like, wow, like anyone can come here and kind of like, I guess, quote unquote, have a shot. Um, So I was like, you know what, let's take this digital work I've been doing. Let's just see what happens. That's awesome. And yeah, right. I think that's, you know, and it's interesting, right? Contrasting with like your experience before going to school and thinking like, well, I don't really have good examples of people making it in the art world. I'm going to go study business. But now you're like, you see like, oh, there's actually people making a living doing this and leveraging this technology. So that's, that's really cool. That's cool that you, you found out about it and, and uh, started exploring that. That's really, that's really cool. And so you, you did mention a little bit before that it was interesting that you started to like kind of connect the dots, like looking backwards and seeing like a lot of inspiration from your, you know, the, the Mexican heritage, the colors in the house and all that. And, and I was kind of curious. So now, now, you know, where you're at and everything, like, what do you think, you know, inspires you like today, right? Like to create, you know, art and, and what do you think, um, like over the years has influenced that unique style that you've come to develop uh, so far? Yeah. Um, well, like currently I would say a lot of the work I make is a lot of like self-reflection of like the world around me or my own thoughts and experiences, especially recently where I've been drawing a lot more of like those characters I have. Um, because mm-hmm. for for my style, it kind of started with like more patterns and like nature stuff. Um, and then it got to a point where I was like, I want to, I feel like I have something I want to say, but how can I say it without like figures? And I didn't want to draw like realistic figures or anything like that. Um, mm-hmm. So yeah, I started to make these characters um, and like things, especially like I have one painting called like an ache for love or something. And it was like, you know, expressing that feeling of like wanting love or wanting to be loved and stuff like that. So a lot of like experiences, emotions, things like that, but also just nature itself. Like I see the pictures you have up now. Um, <laughs> yeah. And I think I was just uh, you know, here on the, on the live stream, uh, you know, just share, oh, yeah. kind of go through some of the for, stuff for, you for, have, yeah, for, so for people to kind of <laughs> see as well. <laughs> yeah. um, I just, I just feel so at peace in nature, like in all the details and the beauty and stuff, like I can get lost in there for hours. Like my mind goes somewhere else. Um, and then the patterns too, like, I don't know. I just really love detail. I see it in everything. I think that might connect back to the art that was in my home. It was like a lot of like the Mexican, like pottery and clay work where they like put all these little details and intricate line works and things like that. Um, it's really like relaxing and peaceful to me. And I love trying to find a balance. Like it's kind of just like a feeling thing. I'm like, Oh, it feels a little heavy on this side or I don't know. I didn't just feel what feels right. Um, so I enjoy doing that too. Love that. Your Solana collection titled Natural uh, Reflections focuses on your ability to self-express through your main character. And as I read the descriptions and took in the three pieces of art from that collection, I noticed that you find great comfort, like you mentioned, and connection in the natural world. Um, what do you think nature represents to you? and your art? Yeah, that's a really good question. Um, Cause I do find most of my inspiration from there. Um, I just feel like so connected to nature. It's kind of like that feeling of like a oneness, like, especially when I might be in a headspace where like, you know, things are all like crazy and there's just so much on my mind or this and that. And I can go out there and just feel like calm again. And like, almost remember that we're all the same kind of like, we're all from this planet born from what 
whoever created all of this, like, it makes me feel really connected, not only to myself, but to other people. Um, and definitely gives me like a clearer head. Um, yeah, like one of those pieces titled Those Who Comfort Me. Um, it's just about like, when I'm feeling down or something, and I go out there, like, that's what comforts me, the nature around me. Um, just makes me feel peaceful again. So yeah, it shows up in my art a lot, for sure. Yeah, totally. And I can resonate with that. I actually, like, that's my self-care is going out in nature. Um, And yeah, and I feel like through going out there, you realize, you know, like, we're all under the same sun. We're all under the same situations, even if we're all different. Um, Your foundation collection focuses more so on surreal landscapes and plant life. And Mm -hmm. I noticed that a common design in the art is that single eye or like many one pupil eyes. And it reminded me that even plants are sentient and have a life force. Um, What drew you to adding the eyes into your art? Yeah, absolutely. Um, That is like probably the biggest thing in all of my work. I don't know exactly where it started. I remember being in college and like taking notes during class and just doodling on the side of my like papers. And I kept coming back to that circular like dot image. Um, I don't know. I think I just like, like when I can look at something and really zoom in and see all the little details and every little thing. Um, And it kind of made me think of like, when you look at nature, or even at like your own self, like all the little pores and dots and things that you find. Um, And then I kept just drawing it and it kept reappearing. And it's kind of funny because like, like before we started this space, we were talking, but um, a lot of people are like, oh, is that the evil eye? Is that, you know, <laughs> um, and like not necessarily, but it also is in my life a lot. Like I have my necklace I wear every day. I have it in my room. Um, so maybe subconsciously, like I've seen that around and it, it came into my work too. Um, but yeah. Love that. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> and it's interesting because it seems to be not like culturally specific. Like I know that people in use it mm-hmm. and people in Latin American countries use it. So um, I found that really interesting and I love it because it really does stand out. Like in your artwork, like you said, like you're looking through it, but then it's almost like you have art within the art. You have to zoom in and then really get those little fine details. So I really appreciated that. Thank you. Yeah. I'm glad you noticed that too. Cause like I can spend so long, especially now that I do like the digital work, like you can zoom in, you could just go, you could go on forever almost. Um, so I do spend a lot of time on that. That's awesome. So one other thing I was going to draw attention to when I, when I was going through your website, I noticed you have, and I'm going to, I'll put up here on the live stream thing too as well, but I noticed you have these pictures of like pottery pieces mm-hmm that you then pair together with like digital plant drawings. And I thought that was kind of cool how you, you know, blending and the fact that you you like that you kind of have one foot in the physical and one foot in the digital, that you had created something that blended both those digital and physical elements together. And I was curious if you could tell us a little bit more about those pieces. And also I was curious if you had actually also made the, the pottery as well, you know, or if that was something that you kind of like borrowed or, you know, or had, but, um, but I thought that was just like a really cool thing. Yeah. And I'm going to share it over here. That's so cool. Cause that, that was maybe I, a year and a half, two years ago, maybe that I made those. Um, so that's super cool that you noticed them, but yeah, that was when I was still like really focusing on plants and stuff. Um, 
And I saw, I didn't make the pots myself, but I saw the pots like at a craft store when I was going to buy something. And I was just like, ooh, like I'm feeling really drawn to this. They were all white at first. Um, And Mm. I started with the one on the left there. I had actually painted the pot first. It was just like, just kind of for fun, I guess. Like there wasn't this thought of having this collection at the time. Um, And I just really liked how it came out. And I liked the plant that I drew on the pot. And then I was like thinking of putting flowers in there or this and that. And then I was like, well, actually, I can I can put my quote unquote flowers in there if I draw them digitally. Um, so then I went and bought two more pots and was like, I'll make this a little collection. Um, and yeah, I put them up on OpenSea. And that was fun. At the time, I was like still new to the Web3 community. But I had like a couple of friends and one of them actually bought that one in the middle there. Um, and I sent him the pot and he has like the image in his wallet and stuff. I really enjoyed making those. I remember I made, I was painting those pots too. I was back up in Boston and I spent like a week like at the beach with my family and I was like sitting out on the beach painting them and stuff and just hanging out in nature. Like, <laughs> like we said, I really enjoyed So That's so awesome. So one other thing that I thought was really cool is that you make these one-of-one hand-painted clothing pieces. And they include things like sneakers, hoodies, jackets, bags. I even saw a helmet on there, which I was like, wow, that's pretty cool. So I was really intrigued. Like what inspired you to start creating these like, you know, clothing pieces? And for anybody that might be interested in the audience, like how could we get one basically? Like people can purchase them from you. Yeah, definitely. Um, So that's, Definitely something I'm focusing a lot on, like currently, how it started was kind of funny. It was, I think it was Christmas time or something. Um, and I have a brother, he's just like two years younger than me. And I was like, what am I gonna get him? Like, I want to get him something good. I don't know. And then I I think I saw people on Instagram like doing custom sneakers and stuff. And I was like, okay, I'll I'll customize a pair of sneakers for him. Um, so I got some white Air Forces and painted them. And gave him to him, and and he was like, "What the heck? Like, I've never seen you do this before. Like, this is awesome." Um, and then I posted some pictures on Instagram, and it got a lot of attention. So I was like, "Oh, okay, maybe something more is here than I thought." Um, and then I continued on with that path and kept doing sneakers, and then added some clothing too. And I started to like really, really enjoy it because I found when I'm wearing something that I made. Like, I just, like, felt, like, on top of the world. I was like, I feel like the man right now. Like, <laughs> this is cool. Uh, <laughs> and I was like, I want other people to feel like that, too, if if they like the designs and all that. Um, and it, it gives me a chance, too, to play around more with, like, my pattern design and, like, finding that balance, too. I, I love working with the shape of the object that's already there, whether it be, like, a shoe or a bag or a helmet or whatever. Um I just like find it so interesting to be like, not try to force something onto there, but like what's going to work with within this here. Um, mm-hmm. So, yeah, and it's it's so cool because yeah, you really it's neat how you like you're able to work within like the shape or whatever, and then kind of just make your art like it, it flows so naturally like within the shape or the context of the of the object. So yeah, I just thought the artwork that you did there was uh, was so cool. And it's interesting because yeah, we've also that you mentioned that you're doing a lot of this now because we have had other you know artists on here. One in particular was you know Sarah Bauman from um, Women and Weapons. You know, and one of the questions we had asked her was like, well, 
you know, what some things or advice you can give to artists now during, you know, this kind of tough bear market we're in, right? Because, you know, the sale, you know, it's not the same like at the beginning, right? Where people were buying like a ton of digital art. And one of the things he mentioned was, well, you know, people always need or always looking to buy, you know, clothing and accessories and things like that. Because, you know, you always kind of need those things. And these are also ways to be able to like express yourself, right? And express the things that you're interested in. So it's really cool that you started kind of making these and selling them because, yeah, it's just, it's a really cool way to like also diversify and, and, um, you know, maybe you're not selling as much digital art, you can also be selling, you know, more of this kind of merchandise and clothing thing. So I think it's really smart to, to go into that, uh, into that space. Thank you. Yeah, absolutely. It is, it is cool because like, I find a lot of people like in the Web3 community are really interested, but also people outside that, you know, aren't online mm -hmm. so much. It kind of fits both like categories, I guess. Um, and I do really enjoy too, like when someone asks for like a custom or whatever, um, like working with them, like I'll always ask, like, what are your favorite colors? Or like, are there any pieces of mine in particular that you like? Like, it's just really fun to make it custom for an individual and like knowing that it's going to be special to them. Um, I really like that, especially then when they get in, like, I mean, fingers crossed, no one's not liked it yet <laughs> but like when they get it they're like oh my god i love it i'm like oh, that just like makes my heart happy so cool but yeah, yeah to answer your question also if anyone is interested currently i'm just like doing it through like dms like you know one-on-one -on -one. um but a little little alpha i guess i am working on like a project right now that hopefully multiple people can get like a piece for me um so more like on the shirts side but yeah that is in the work so keep an eye out <laughs> cool noted definitely will do i love the way that you use negative space like when i was looking at the sneakers design like you're still there like your pattern your colorway all of that but like how lovely you know when to like not touch a certain area where to put it here it's like so balanced um and i really love that it's a one of one you know like it's super unique to to collect like something that's made like art for you and then get to wear that you know wearable art um i, I had a question about being a female creator in the web3 space um as a female creator what has your experience been um like and what advice would you give artists who are considering joining the web3 space yeah that's that's a good question for sure um so far, my experience has been pretty positive, like, you know, nothing, nothing horrible or anything like that. But I feel like when I joined and like realized there was this kind of imbalance of like women and men, there weren't as many women. Um, I kind of just approached it like without even thinking of like gender, I guess. I'm like, especially, I guess, for me, like I, I do show my face. I'm like not like secretive or anything like that. Um, but like my profile picture is just like my art. Um, like one of my figures, I'm always like thinking to myself, like, okay, if, if the art is good, like, let it speak for itself. Like, I want to be, I want to be judged for my work and what I'm doing. Um, and hopefully other people do that too. I mean, there have been times where, you know, no offense to anyone, but guys can be kind of creepy sometimes. <laughs> like not all men, of course, like, you know, I know some great men too, but you know, you just kind of have to ignore it. Like, don't give it your time or energy. Like those people don't even matter anyways. If that's how you're acting towards another individual, then you're not really important to me, I guess. Um, 
So to any other like women looking to join the space, I would encourage them one to do so and two to like find the other women too. There's so many of us that are like super supportive. Um, same with the men too. Like I have so many friends in this space that are guys as well. Um, and we're just all, we're just all here together, vibing, hanging out. Um, so find your people. And if there are like haters or anything weird, just ignore that. Like they'll, they'll go away. <laughs> and that's great advice. You know, um, I, I, I have to agree. I've had the same experience. So, um, yeah, you just got to keep going and keep being positive and the right people will always find you in this space, especially. I feel like um, that's your your frequency kind of like attracts these like really dope people um, around you. Um, I had a question about art and how like it empowers you. How would you say that art has empowered you? Yeah, um, it's definitely, especially over the past, you know, couple years, like I said, of like finding my style and my voice and stuff. I feel like a million times more myself than I ever have. Um, I feel like I really understand myself a lot more too. Um, like, especially if I'm like making art about, you know, deeper emotions or anything like that, like it can feel really like jumbled up or something. And then as I'm creating or drawing, I can like see what I'm making and like what I'm feeling as I'm making it. And then like, just kind of let those things be and like understand them and then let them go. Um, so it's definitely helped a lot with like understanding myself and knowing who I am. Um, even just like the colors in my work. Like I used to be like really shy when I was younger, but I still always loved color. And now I do too. And I'm now that I'm a little older and like more confident and stuff, I'm like, Oh, like I feel like I love colors so much because I love being like bright and open and like talking to people and like, you know, just like out there more extroverted. Um, so yeah, I've learned a lot about myself and I have to thank art for that because I don't know how I would have without it, honestly. That's awesome. I love that so much. Um, on your Instagram stories, you mentioned that you're starting to incorporate stories into the artwork. Um, I was curious, like, have you ever considered making those characters maybe into like a book format? And then I guess like a follow-up question that I was wondering is, why did you choose the churro? Yes, that's a question I get a lot. <laughs> um, I, I guess I'll start with that one. Um so it kind of started out as like a little joke. Um, I had like back in the day, everyone had like a Finsta, like a fake Instagram where it was kind of just like a place to post like anything you wanted and not like worry about like who was looking at it. Like you'd only have like your close friends following or whatever. Um, and I named it like Sweet Churro. And I don't even know why I named it. I think it was just like a play on being like half Mexican and like just I thought it was funny and whatever. And then people at school actually started calling me churro. And I was like, oh, okay. Like, that's cool. I don't mind. <laughs> um, and then as I got more and more into my art, I was like, I just kind of like this name. I think it's fun. I think it reflects a little bit of who I am. Um, so I stuck with it and then started posting all my art under there. Um, so for a while, I was like going by like, I guess, like a brand name of sweet churro. And then I was like, well, I just want it to be like one word and have it be me. So then I just like, was like, I'll just go by churro. And then, yeah, ever since I kept it. And I love now, like when I go, when I go places or I'm talking to people and they call me that, like, I guess it's like my alter ego, you could say. <laughs> um, so yeah, that's how that started. Um, as far as the stories with the characters, I don't know. So the characters started, I, like I said, I always 
like was drawn to nature and stuff and I was drawing plants and then slowly these plants I was trying to make them encompass like some sort of feeling like whether the plants were like hugging each other or like some sort of motion and then they developed into the the people that I have now um and so actually a couple weeks ago I made these two paintings that have my characters in them and they were a lot to do with like stories from like my childhood and my home and I wrote a little story as like the description with them and I was surprised but like happily surprised that the most comments I got about the paintings were that they liked the story. Like people were like, so cool that you added a story with it, this and that. Um, and I was like, oh, so maybe, maybe people actually are interested in hearing <laughs> where these things come from. And then I had another experience not too long after that with a couple of friends where like, I just felt very strongly in the moment we were all like hanging out and I was with these two other ladies and like, they just looked so pretty. And I was like, they really inspired me like to feel confident as another woman so I drew a picture and I was like I'm gonna write a story with it too um and I just liked how it felt to like add the story so then I did a couple more and yeah now I'm like still thinking about all that I started to write up I don't know if I'd call it a book but like I started to write up like some pages or whatever of like potential stories to add to these characters so it's definitely a thought up in up in there but we'll see where it goes yeah, they're great. I saw them on Instagram and like gravitated towards them, started reading it. Um, so there was that one where you're like walking down the street. Mm -hmm. It talks about like that walk and, and going through nature and the thoughts. And then the other one with the two other friends. And it looked like you guys maybe were by like a pool. Did I see that correctly? Yeah, yeah. I think that's a great direction to go in and see where it goes, you know? Thank you. Yeah, it definitely adds like more context, I guess. Like I know what I'm thinking when I'm making these things, but art is so subjective. Like unless I'm telling you the story, you might not know, or maybe you think it's something completely different, which is okay too, but. So cool. So um, before you had kind of started alluding a little bit to, you know, something else you were going to have coming out, but um, I did want to know there's stuff that there's maybe something that you could share a little bit more about in terms of, you know, upcoming projects or goals that you maybe have for your art career or maybe for Churro's world. <laughs> and you know, what else um, people can expect to see from you in the future? Yeah, for sure. Um, so currently I am working on like a project with the clothing. Um, I'm happy to share more. It's not like a secret. <laughs> um, so I'm working on a couple of t-shirts and actually this this Friday, I'm going back to Boston for a couple of weeks, just like see my family and stuff. Um, and since I was like, I think seven, maybe every year, we have one week in July where my family, we rent this like house on the beach. We stay there for the week and just like, it's just so much fun. We enjoy it. Um, and like I said, I've been going since I was a kid. So it's like my favorite place ever. So the shirts I'm making are very much inspired by this place. We'd always just call it the beach house. Like, even though sometimes the house is different every year because we rented it, like, be like, oh, we're going to the beach house. We're going to the beach house. Um, so I'm going to make a collection titled like the beach house. And I have all these shirts ready and I'm going to bring them with me to Boston. Um, and I want to do like a photo shoot at the beach, at the beach house. <laughs> um, and, you know, make it fun, make it cool. And then use those photos um, for like promotion and stuff and kind of draw like the designs that are on the shirts digitally. And I'm still like playing with the idea of like, maybe I'll do an open edition and it can be like a raffle for the one of one shirt or 
something along those lines. But yeah, that's where my head's at currently. So I'm excited to do that. Sounds really cool. Yeah, looking forward to seeing it. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, for sure. And hope you guys have a great time over there too. Thank you. Yeah, I'm really excited to see my family. Cool. And so one other thing I wanted to know, and usually like to go this direction with some of our guests is, um, so aside from art, like what other things are you really passionate about? Mm, good question. <laughs> I feel like art consumes like most of my life. Um, I love being outdoors. I have a paddleboard that I use like pretty often. Um, I like to be active. I think it's really important to like move my body and just like stay healthy. Um, I like, I really like food. That's, I would say, a passion of mine. I think growing up in a restaurant, like, really pushed me. Oh, my God. I bet I bet the food was oh so good, God. too. That's, like, <laughs> probably one of the things I'm looking the most forward to when I go home, like, to have food from my family's restaurant again. Um, and I actually still work in a restaurant currently, like, part-time, like, while I make art, too. So that's always food. And, like, the restaurant industry has always been a big part of my life, too. Um, there's like nothing better than when you're with a bunch of friends or your family and you sit down like let's have a big meal like let's just like sit here for hours and talk and enjoy each other's company mm -hmm. so i i really like that too yeah yeah no i could definitely resonate with that and um I, we actually took our family uh like a couple months ago a trip big trip to italy and that was like a big part of like the vacation it was literally just sitting down for like a couple hours and just having like rounds of wine, like bread, I mean, good pasta. I mean, there's just something so like special about that, like getting to really spend quality time with family and, and over food, you know, just, it's like a, they just go together so well, they right? Do, they do. Food is like a love language. Like I, I feel like mm -hmm. someone cooks a homemade meal for you or you do it for them. Like it's like such a kind thing to do. For sure, for sure. So one other question we usually ask uh, some of our guests, and this is also because I'm a huge fan of movies and myself, but um, what would you say are your top three favorite movies of all time? Oh, good question. <laughs> um, okay, one of them, 10 Things I Hate About You. I love that movie. <laughs> Great one. Yeah. Easy, but I don't care. I love cheesy movies. <laughs> um, Second one, I would have to say The Other Guys with like Will Ferrell and Mark Wahlberg. Um, I don't know. I just think that movie's hilarious. I've watched it like a million times. Um, third, I watched this movie a while ago. This one's like very different from the other two. It's called The Butterfly Effect with Ashton Kutcher. Oh, I love and that movie. That movie, it that movie still sits with me, you know, because I think about that concept a lot, you know, and, and, and even like the ending of that movie is just like, Oh, I mean, it, yeah, it is, it is such a good movie. Yeah. It's, it really makes you think for sure. Yeah. That must've been why it stuck with me so long. Yeah. It's a it's super memorable, you know? So yeah, if anybody hasn't checked it out, that's definitely a, a good one to to watch for yeah, sure. Be prepared for like a little sadness. Um, <laughs> it's not a funny Yeah, movie. that is true. <laughs> I was just thinking how funny that movie is. If I'm remembering it right, the other guy is the one that has Ava Mendez in it, right? Is that the one? Yes, yes, yes. Okay. yes. Yeah. <laughs> and he's like purposefully ignorant to the fact that she's gorgeous. Yeah. <laughs> like, are you kidding me? Like, what? It's such a cute movie. Very cute. All right. And I, oh, I see Alyssa joined us. Hey, Alyssa, how you doing? Hello, I'm doing good. Um, I don't really have a question, but I just really... <laughs> 
resonate with everything that you were sharing and just kind of like your creative process and what inspires you to create and like this idea of oneness um i just think it's so cool when i hear other artists kind of like speaking in a similar way that i do about art and um like what inspires them so i thought that was really cool and i love what you're doing with like creating clothing with art on it that's something i've wanted to do for years like since i was in high school so yeah that's really cool i'm gonna check it out because um i didn't really get a chance to like look at it too much but i love that you're doing that and also i know you mentioned you're from boston and i'm from massachusetts so that is super cool i definitely well one thank you and and two definitely encourage you to play around with clothing it's it's just it's different but it's so fun to put your art on something you can wear um and if you ever have any questions of like materials or anything like that feel free to hit me up i'm happy to share like everything so thank you i probably will because i've like yeah, I have no idea where to start. Like, I've looked up some stuff about, like, materials, but I'll definitely probably ask you for some advice. Yeah, for sure. All right. And uh, I know we have our friend Luco on the stage. Hey, Luco, how you doing? Yo, yo, what's up, fam? How are you? Hey, Luco. Hi, fam. Hey, Luco. What's up, mi familia? How are you all? I'm so happy to be here, as always. I love the space, love the energy. And well, thank you so much. I give you the flowers as always, my fam. <laughs> much appreciated, brother. Thank you for being here. Well, nothing. Um, first of all, I wanted to say churro. Um, it's a pleasure to meet you. Really, really. Um, I haven't seen like you are since today in this space. So I'm super, super happy to meet you. Um by the way, I love your name because, <laughs> well, it reminds me like my childhood, um, eating churros with our mm -hmm. equipment, <laughs> with my mm -hmm. family. So it's like super beautiful that um, it's super, super cool, that name. So actually, I, I just wanted to come up and give the vibe and say hello. Nice to meet you, Churro. I really love your art because it's super, super colorful. And actually, I love the things that you don't like painting objects um, and clothes. Um, I am not at level two um, already to paint clothes, but I, I have been trying like painting some stuff. I have been painting like a mini fridge, um, some like things for the, the flowers. And I think that is a really, really good idea. And this colorful art artwork has a really good vibes. So, well, I'm super happy to meet you. Um, yes, we keep going, fam. Thanks for having me. Thank you. It's super nice to meet you too. Um, a mini fridge. That sounds really cool. <laughs> I haven't heard of that one before, but yeah, thank you for the kind words. It's really nice to meet you as well. All right. Thank you, Luca. Hope you have a great uh, rest of your day. Always appreciate you coming on. You always have such such a good, good vibe, man. So always, always appreciate you joining, joining the spaces and, uh, and hearing your voice. Uh, I see we got our friend Rock of AJ's in the stage as well. How are you doing today? What's up? What's up, y'all? Uh, it's going to be hard to follow up, Luco, man. I just, I don't, I don't have that energy. <laughs> it's all good. <laughs> you got your own energy, man. It's He's all got good. the best, What's man. Up, He's man? always ready to rock. <laughs> it's, uh, it's, it's awesome. I love it. You know, I love y'all spaces too, you know, like, it's on Wednesday today, so it kind of threw me off, you know. So, uh, you know, I was like, okay, Wednesday, cool, cool. Are we still having a Friday space too? <laughs> 
No, this week is I'm actually traveling on Friday, so I had to I had to do it a little bit earlier in the week because I wasn't going to be able to do it on Friday. So that's why we uh, we did the Wednesday one okay, today. Okay, that's cool. That's cool. No, no, no. I appreciate it. No, I'm glad I, I'm glad I caught it and was able to stop in and uh, and see it happening and meet meet Juro. Like I said, this is the first time I've ever seen her here in the NFT space. So like uh, this has been a really enlightening uh, space so far because like I see the connection between art and nature and y'all know like I'm all about rocks and nature and all that good stuff. So like uh, I, I feel a vibe there between like my art and Chora's art. art. So like uh, it's one of the good things about this space is finding connections like that. So I really appreciate that. Um, I don't necessarily have a question per se because Jennifer stole it earlier. I wanted to know how you got the name Chora. <laughs> <laughs> You know, uh, but I learned that. So that's that's cool. Uh, but besides that, you know, it's super nice to meet you. I'm actually uh, about 45 minutes north of Austin. So that's like another connection that I kind of saw there, too. I was like, oh, cool. She's from Austin. You know, then I checked out your page. I'm like, sweet nature, all that good stuff. So uh, just super nice to meet you. And like, hopefully we can connect a little bit later and learn more about your art and all that good stuff. Yeah, it's super nice to meet you, too. Um, it's always cool to hear like, you know, if no one's seen my art before and now they're seeing it, like you said, you have a connection to nature too. Um, it is cool to connect like together as artists like that. Um, yeah, if you're ever in Austin though, you know, feel free to let me know. There's a really big Web3 community here and I know a lot of really cool artists. So I'd be happy to like connect you to all of them as well. Um, but yeah, yeah I'd love that actually. You know, I'm 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 an old guy, you know, like I'm out here with my family. I lived in I lived in Austin for you know 17 years, and then like my wife and I moved to Salado, which is which is like 45 minutes north of Austin, and uh, you know, about five years ago. So like I'm really familiar with Austin, but I'm kind of out of the scene or whatnot. But like having a connection there would be super cool. Do you ever do like anything out in the community or do you have like a studio people can visit? Do you have anything like that? I don't have a studio. It's definitely a goal of mine. Um, I just work like from my apartment right now. But I do, I do like there is a big kind of more like traditional world art scene here in Austin too. I definitely hang out in that world too. Um, so many cool artists. Um, there's a lot of cool like street art. I'm sure you know since you were here for a while, but a lot of cool street art too. That always fascinates me. Um, but yeah, a lot of artists here just in general. So it's a great spot for that. Um, I mentioned earlier too, I think. Oh yeah, when you guys were asking how my day was, there's um there's like a web three meetup um that I go to like once a week that I met a lot of really cool people at um that everyone's welcome to. It's not like, you know, exclusive or anything like that. So that's going on here too. Oh, that's cool. That's cool. Okay, awesome. So yeah, I'll uh, I'll shoot you a DM and then maybe we can connect up or something like that. And then if you ever come towards, you know, go north and come to Salado, you know, look it up on the map. It's got a little, it's got a pretty cool little art scene here as well. You know, uh, a couple breweries and that kind of cool stuff. So like, I'll send you, I'll bring some rocks, you know, maybe we can do something <laughs> crazy, create a little collab. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know, it's funny because I, I thought, you know, you guys would be like a perfect collab opportunity there you know because you you both like to paint physical things and you also have you know, your digital art but yeah you do you do your your rock stuff churro loves the, the the plants and you know i feel like yeah some, you guys can make something work there for sure i thought awesome the same thing <laughs> especially because you're both also well churro's like surreal but you're abstract so like realistically, mm -hmm. it works in my head anyway i could see it i love that yeah, yeah i could see it too please no i love it too yeah all that. 
Yeah, for sure. And that's one of the reasons why I was like, I felt just really cool. I was like, all right, I got to come up here and speak today because y'all know I usually don't. I usually sit back and just listen. I was like, I got to talk to Churros. So <laughs> I appreciate it, y'all. This has been a great space. So thanks for having me. And then, like I said, I'll shoot you a, G a DM Churro and we'll try to, we'll try to connect. Awesome. I love that we're able to make that connection today. That's so cool. <laughs> And funny enough, yeah, and Alyssa also being from, you know, from Massachusetts. <laughs> so that's like, you know, that, that connection as well. That's pretty cool. Kuro, it's been an uh, absolute pleasure having you, um, you know, on the, on the space today, getting to learn more about your story, your artwork, um, the, cool, the clothing, the cool stuff you're doing. Um, I may actually hit you up a little bit about the clothing as well. I was going to mention this before, uh, but my, because my wife also um, started kind of a clothing line. But it's more for people that have like sensory uh, challenges, you know, so she makes stuff with like only ma materials that are like very soft or, you know, things with like um, without seams or reverse seams, you know, and I, I don't know if, if you'd be, you know, you would know, but like, you know, if there's maybe certain types of like paint or things that would go well on, on the fabrics or things we can experiment with, um, that would be really cool because we'd love to be able to you know, incorporate more like art and other things into the, into the clothing. And some of the stuff tends to be also very personalized, you know, so it's not, we're not like mass producing all day, but it's more for like individual children and things, you know, making things that will work for them. All right. Well, thank you so much uh, for being here today. Thanks to everybody that joined the space and was in the audience. Appreciate you guys coming to the spaces, especially a lot of you that are our regulars on ours. Uh, always love having you here. Thanks to the people that came up to speak. And again, Toro, thank you so much for being here and uh, joining us. Uh, again, it's been a pleasure. Hope you have a wonderful rest of your week and also a uh, great you know, family vacation when you guys all get together. And really looking forward to the, the collection and, and the clothing and everything you're going to make from that. Yeah, thank you so much. And thanks for having me um, here. It was so nice talking to you both and getting to share a little about what I do. Um, I haven't really got to do anything like this before, so <laughs> it's been great. <laughs> Cool. Well, happy to be the first one. Yeah. So. All right. Well, take care, Chiro. Take care, everyone. Have a great day. Bye-bye. Yeah.